Hi, welcome to our friends, the anthology episode six and our second installment of the twilight zone. Today, we're going to talk about season one, episode 28, a nice place to visit. I'm Ronald Hill. I'm David Garrow. What did we just do first names? I'm Ron. I'm David. Cash. Give it cash. <laughs> and what'd you think about this episode? This is not one of my favorite Twilight Zones. Although it was when I was a kid. Because mm. the devil. Right. Well, well one of his minions. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> so let's do a quick summary. So basically this guy is robbing a jewelry store. And he runs away. The police chase after him. Shoot at him. He shoots back. And he wakes up to find this guy in this white suit who uh, says that he's sort of his guide. And this man in the white suit gives him whatever he wants, money, girls, and escorts him back to this like palatial apartment. And basically answers this guy's every whim. You want to gamble? You can gamble, and he always wins. You want girls? And the girls always... Put out. Put out. <laughs> <laughs> and basically he just gets his way all the time. it's all on screen. <laughs> So it was Very one of the risky, yeah, one of the risk, most uh, risque episodes of Twilight Zone. Rod Serling started as a porn director, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know that. Rod. Rod. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, this is really cool at first, but a few weeks go by and he starts to grow tired of everything going his way. And he says this to the, and oh, well, sorry, before that, he says to the guy, oh, I'm, I'm this must be heaven. And the guy says something like that. And <laughs> what? Yeah. But it's, ugh, I just... Is my like, retelling of it? No. Or the way it's played out in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, something Although like it's that. not quite as bad. The, what the, what's stupid is that he keeps asking the question, like, I'm such a, I was such a louse. Why am I, you know? And, and now we're great at him. And he, yeah, he's such an idiot about it. And also the script is stupid to have him keep bringing up, like, his character arc through the episode like the conflict in the episode is that he's like why am i here like uh and then he'll just keep ignoring the question yeah. like he'll get something of an answer that's not satisfying and he'll keep ignoring it until he gets to the hall of records and then even then it's just more of the same it's it just makes the audience get so far ahead of him yeah and he doesn't he doesn't change or progress in his no, knowledge of, of it he really he deserves to be there if only because he's such a moron. <laughs> but I will say, I like this episode besides the fact that you could see it a mile away. Like, you knew where it was going way ahead of the character. Because obviously he thinks he's in heaven, and at the end, his guide says, no, this is the other place. Well, the reveal is kind of cool. I think at the very end, he goes, I, I don't belong here. He basically comes to the realization that there, there is something I like about the thought behind it of what they're trying to do to him. Except it doesn't make sense for myriad reasons. But he decides, I this isn't right. Like, I don't belong here because he's so bored. And I guess it's really like the guilt. or But that's not really how it plays. Anyway, he goes, I'm so bored or whatever. And then I don't belong here. And then he says something. So I don't know. Somehow he says something about heaven. And then the guy goes, whatever made you think you were in heaven this is the other place and then <laughs> laugh like this or no he goes i should be in the other place that's what he says and then he goes whatever made you think you were in heaven this is the other place and then he gives an evil laugh which is great 
And then he starts like trying to open a door that's locked. And it's like, weird time to lock a door. And for what reason, really? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, is the, it supposed to be scary that he's in that room? I, there's in, a lot of things I didn't understand. Okay, up until that point, I, I was sort of thinking like, okay, obviously this is hell, but because because it's so obvious that it's hell, like there must be some other. Oh, you thought there was another layer. I was hoping for that, yeah. and then no, no. I, I will say though, I did like this episode. It's just that it's a version of hell that we've never seen before. You know, the fact that he... Well, yeah, I like that their form of torture in this hell is the mental, this long mental anguish. This idea that uh, everything is so meaningless. Like, that has to be a severe form of hell, you know, more so than the burning fire. And not just that everything is meaningless, but, like, his vices that he enjoyed so much have basically been ruined for him yeah his whole life everything he wants it, it proves to him that every but it's kind of interesting in the sense that it's almost like hell is doing a good thing in a way because they're proving to him that all his aspirations were bankrupt so i like that kind of where they're kind of teaching him a lesson at the same time that they're torturing him but then also this is an incredibly long game that they play and <laughs> and the reveal isn't immediately there's so many things because they're like we're just because i guess the thought is we're going to continue to just be totally servile and grant your every wish the problem is that you'll know that like the fact that he knows he's in hell now almost makes it way more palatable <laughs> you know now he's like yeah. oh and now i just have to like my curse is winning every casino game Suddenly, it's a lot. Suddenly, I like that again. Yeah. You know? Also, you could just be like, all right, just bring me a book. And yeah, you like, can start eh. to educate yourself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm going to learn another language. <laughs> I've always wanted to visit France. Oh, yeah, I can do that for you. Bring me another steak. <laughs> like, it's great. That's really awesome. I want all the Honeymooners episodes on tape. <laughs> on uh kinetoscope hell is actually just they screen this episode for you over and over, and over. <laughs> uh they did some really cool visual things too where uh in the hall of records scene the the whole set is sort of these stairs up to these filing cabinets with the sky behind them and once they reach the level oh, yes. of filing cabinets yeah. in the next shot there's another set of stairs that wasn't there before up to another set of filing cabinets. And I mean, it's like a, it's a cool trick. Obviously they moved the filing cabinets back down to the bottom and got another level out of the same set of stairs, but it, uh -huh. it's cool and it's surreal and it's a little bit trippy that things yeah. have changed in between cuts. Yeah. I think the most absurd part of this episode is that he's, there's like, cause he asks for girls, which is, I don't know why that wasn't his first thought. And then because he's supposed to get bored of everything. And the scene where he gets bored of the girls, they're all on a bed together playing cards. And he, he wins in the card in cards. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't think I have to explain what's so, what's so bewildering about that. It's also funny. I almost wonder if he didn't understand what she meant. Because then he goes, ah, cards fooey. And then the girl goes, we could do something else you like. And then he He's goes, like, eh, scram. Yeah. No, I'm already tired of go fish. 
He's like, oh, I never get laid in this place. Yeah, he's dumb. <laughs> that guy was just so funny. His name is Rocky Valentine, and he's a two-bit criminal. And, and everything he does is funny. And the way he talks. Like, I was going to bring up the way he talked. Yeah. It's just great. I'm a criminal. I rob banks. Hey. <laughs> hey, Fats. <laughs> What's going on here? What's the idea? What's the big idea? Oh, God. That phone wasn't there a second ago. <laughs> He's very He asks a lot of questions, yeah. but always angry. Even when things are going his way. I did like the the Big Tall Wish more. Yeah, Big Tall Wish way better. But this is one of those classics, like, when you're a kid and you watch this, you're like, whoa, scary, crazy. <laughs> better not rob jewelry stores. Yeah, this is what taught me. Sweet to rob. Yeah, remember how, I, remember how I said Rod Sterling always had an important message? I learned not to rob stores. You know, it's funny, this... I don't take IMDb user ratings as the end all be all, but Big Tall Wish had a 6.8 out of 10 and A Nice Place to Visit has an 8.0. Because people want this kind of story out of the Twilight Zone and you expect it. Sort of a heavier moral lesson? or No, uh, like mildly scary and, and like with the twist, like solid twist because like Big Tall Wish doesn't have a twist. So this has the big twist and it has much, it's much more reliant upon the sci-fi or fantasy element and it's dark and yeah. See you next time and have an amazing week. Also, we're done with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, next week we're going to be doing Twilight Zone season one, episode 29, 29, Nightmare as a Child. I don't remember this one. Anyways, see you next week. See you next and have an amazing week. I know what the line is, David.